Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. everyone. How are you? It is a lovely Thursday morning here in Western New York, late June, as I'm recording this. And I was gonna say we're on the eve of the Feast of the Sacred Heart. We'll come back to that though later in the show. This is Tea Time with Tiffany number 101. So we're past our big milestone. I feel all refreshed and happy about um, some of the little... um, niceties that I added, our new theme music. I'm thinking of recording an outro, so we'll see. This is Tiffany getting fancy. It's not fancy for normal people, but it is for me. Uh, So yeah, I received some nice feedback um, about the 100th episode, and we'll come back to that as well. Um, As we move through our items, I'm going to make sure I took some notes on that. Yeah, here it is. Okay, good stuff. All right, so let's start with like our what's happening, um, what's going on with me, and I've got lots of dance stuff, so I guess that's sort of our our theme for the what's happening segment this week. Um, But besides that, uh, my kids have both finally (laughs) officially finished with their school year. We took them out to dinner last night to celebrate, so that means that Anne will be moving into first grade in the fall. Henry, this is the one that's tough, okay? (laughs) Henry will be in seventh grade. Oh, I so wish he was in a grade younger. I just, I'm so not ready. Um, his birthday is in November. It's a late birthday. The cutoff in New York is December 1st, which I know is pretty late as compared to other states. And he makes it. So he could start kindergarten when he was four and, uh, and, you know, still make the cutoff. So he's one of the youngest kids in his class. We could have, of course, chosen to have waited an extra year, and then he would have been one of the oldest kids in his class, like all of the kids with December birthdays, who are almost a year older than him. So I do wish, in hindsight, that we had done that, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, you know, he's doing fine. You know, I mean, he, he keeps up just fine. He's a tall kid, so he blends in pretty well. Um, with his classmates, but I just, I feel very unprepared for him to be in seventh grade and to be so close to high school. Um, my kids go to a K to eight Catholic school. So after eighth grade, he's going to have to go to a high school Catholic Republic. And I'm just not really ready to handle making that decision. And you know what we're going to do. I mean, we would all like for him to go to the Catholic boys high school. That's just down the street for our, from our house, but it's very expensive, so we will have to see how that all shakes out. But I'm not worried about that. I know that the Lord will take care of that, whatever it turns out to be, whether it be that school or a different one. Um, that is God's will, but it's just, it's just difficult for me to think about moving on to making those types of decisions. I know it's still two years away, so I shouldn't count my chickens too soon, but... I don't know. That, that's just a tough one for me. It just doesn't seem possible. When he moved to that school that they're at right now, he was in the public kindergarten, and we went to the open house at their now their Catholic school. And he was just, he was little. He's littler than Anne is now. I was pregnant with Anne. And that just seems like it was yesterday. So 
I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to realize how quickly time goes by. So that's what's been going on with me um, this week. So the kids are very excited to be home for the summer there with Mike um, for part of the day. But he also has started teaching summer classes. So when he's teaching, his parents um, have the kids and they're... Um, very excited about doing some things together this summer. Today I know they're going to some kind of little get-together that our uh, town is, is hosting with vendors and small rides for the kids to go on, things like that. So everybody's looking forward to that. So that's what's going on at home. Here at work, I've been very busy, busy writing my Bible study. I'm on chapter three of seven, so I've made some progress. And, you know, it's going okay. Um, every morning before I start, I just wing up a quick prayer to the Holy Spirit, and I hope that um, it turns out well and that everybody likes it. But it's, you know, it's it's not quite a grind, but it's definitely every day. I'm like, it's slogging a little bit because I'm on a very rigorous schedule so that I finish this by the end of August, which isn't the funnest thing to have that hanging over my head, but... It'll be okay. I, I'm feeling okay about it. And I'm even feeling okay about the fall teaching, which it says a lot because it was pretty stressful last fall, as you know. So, doing well. Um, the other thing, dance. So, we're moving into our big festival performance season. Um, our first performance of the season is Saturday. We're not quite ready yet. We've got a couple of new numbers. And of course, as is life, you know, people are in and out in terms of when they can attend class because it's the summer and there's a lot of other family events going on. And so we're going to be having a big rehearsal this Friday where we run through everything, including the new numbers, and, you know, just hope that we all remember them for Saturday. So we're dancing on Saturday afternoon at a diversity festival. It's going to have lots of cultural dance, so that'll be very fun. We danced there last year, and it was very well received. And it was very hot. It's supposed to be a little bit milder this year, which is good. Um, but the stage is very small and rickety, and there's 10 of us, so I hope that none of us fall off especially me because I'm clumsy. So yeah, we got that this Saturday. We have a performance this Saturday after that at an artisan's market. And we dance there every year as well. Always goes over very well. It's a long set. So we've got to put, we're going to have the other, um, the mixed level uh, dancers are going to be doing some of their dances as well. And so that uh, will help to fill in the time nicely. They have a Saidi piece and that's with a cane and something else. I want to say a drum piece maybe or a veil, one or the other. So that'll be lovely. I have no idea if she needs us to do solos or anything to fill in more of the time. That's just kind of the way things go these days, um, which is okay. Very, um, can be spontaneous and, you know, we can all improvise. So that's pretty much what you need to do um, at the last minute like that. We have a bunch of performances at the end of July and in early August, which I'll talk about as we draw closer. I'm more nervous about those because they're all packed very tightly together. One is a really, really long set at uh, the public library of all places where she wants to present lots of different types of props. And I was nominated in my absence when I was in Maine over Memorial Day to dance with Sword, who has been locked in my trunk since New Year's Eve. And I'm not exactly looking forward to taking him back out again. He's gloating in there, by the way and coming up with something because I just, I so prefer at this stage of my career 
to not dance with sword. It's fine. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm good at balancing, I guess, relatively speaking, but it just really does have an impact on your, on what you can do in terms of dancing. And I just, I like to dance. I want to be able to, um, have a full range of motion and you really can't when you're balancing something on your head. So it's just, it's different, but, um, that's what they need me to do. So that's what I will be doing, uh, for that particular performance. And we have the art festival. I don't know what I'll do for that. I don't know if she needs us to do solos for that. Um, may or may not. Um, if she does, I will be doing something propless for sure. And then we've got a couple other things in early August that are uh, good, but a little intimidating. I'll talk about those as we draw closer. So, you know, just uh, prayers for those brain cells kicking in, hoping I remember everything because we all remember what happened at the Hofla with the new Shabby. <laughs> I forgot the end. <laughs> That's very unlike me, but it was very new. I forget many things every day, but the dance choreographies I'm usually pretty good on. But um, I, we had, it was very new and we had changed it the night before the show in my defense. So, um, hopefully this will go better. So yeah, that's what's going on. It'll be an adventure as always. So I will report in. Um, so, all right, moving on to our new segments. I'll try to remember to put, I'm going to put a note to myself right now. Um, I'll put in that Hofla post about the shabby. Um, all right, so on my bookshelf, we have a bunch of good stuff this week, including some more feedback from Melanie. I am loving this. Melanie has been um, emailing me audio feedback. I think what I'm going to do, what I'd like to do, is create a little outro with my email address on it. You don't, all, I mean, of course, you can leave comments on the posts, and I always see those and respond to those, and that's a great way to participate and get in touch with me. Um, but you can also send me an email, and you can attach audio to an email, you know, an MP3 file. And that's what Melanie's been doing. I wish that I could play them on the show but I don't quite have the equipment to be able to do that yet. So I will summarize, uh, paraphrase what you have to say, but you can email just a traditional email and I could read it. Um, or I will take your points from your audio feedback and present them to everybody on the show. Really enjoying that. And it is really nice for me at least to be able to hear your voice. So Melanie wrote in and said that uh, she liked the 100th episode. Thank you, Melanie. And she really likes the new theme music. I do too. It's really upbeat and fun. And she had um, some fun comments about um, last week's On My Bookshelf segment because we were talking about Harry Potter. So she was saying that, let me look at my notes here real quick. Um, she didn't know whether or not she was going to, or that, no, no, she said she always has enjoyed fantasy. I had said that I didn't know. That's why I was late to the Harry Potter fan club because I don't usually read fantasy and I wasn't sure. And I mentioned, um, though, how much I love it and how I'm reading it with Henry and he's just absolutely gobbling it up. So she had a recommendation for Henry and I'm including that in, um, our notes here for what's on my bookshelf this week. So let's, let me come to that. I'm going to go through the list and that's number four on our list, Melanie's recommendation. So this week I am reading Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I got tired of waiting on the public library's ebook waiting list because I was number 10 and I have not moved in a week. So I was reading the print and it's just so much harder for me to read print anymore. Um, I've never had good vision. I was born with a birth defect in one of my uh, macula muscles in my eye. And so my vision has just never been all that great. 
I definitely wear glasses traditionally for reading. The Kindle makes it so much easier for me because I can increase the font size. And so I was reading just the regular print, print and it's just, you know, that big, because the Harry Potter books are so thick and I'm trying to balance this in bed and, you know, have it the right distance away so I can see the print. And it was just going very slowly. So I decided to, because I'm trying not to just buy them all for Kindle, um, because that adds up when there's all those books. Um, but um, I do have Amazon Prime, and so I could get The Prisoner of Azkaban via the Kindle lending library, so that's what I did. And that means that I now happily have it on my Kindle, and I am on, I want to say I'm about 30% of the way through the book. I am on chapter seven. They've just started their classes for the semester at Hogwarts and um, they've got some new professors and new courses and it's like all very fun. Um, so I'm reading that and loving it. Melanie is also reading along with us on The Well, our summer book club. I read the first four, chapter, four chapters for our post yesterday and I'll be reading the next four over the weekend for next week. So that's been my pace as I usually read them on Sundays and then we post about them on Wednesdays. So I had several comments on that. So I know Delta Flute, you're reading along with us, Melanie. Um, Donna Alice is reading along with us and Samantha, I know you're reading along with us. Christina is the one who originally recommended this book for us. She has already read the book and loved it. So I was really happy to get everybody's comments and I responded to everybody. I really enjoyed the beginning of the book. Uh, like I mentioned in the post, I wasn't sure if I was going to love it yet or not because it's not the type of fiction that I usually read, but it was very compelling. So good stuff. I'll have all of my thoughts in uh, a link in the show notes to the first uh, post on chapters one through four. I'm also reading uh, that next Amish quilt shop mystery book. Number four, it's called Murder Plainly Read. I couldn't resist. I had some um, gift card money, and so I I bought that as an ebook. Not expensive. I want to say it was seven ninety nine, and um, I'm loving it. It's about um, so our heroine Angie gets involved in her little small town in Ohio in a book uh, bookmobile. So you know a fundraiser for the library. And of course there's a murder in the bookmobile. So <laughs> the obvious book library tie-in was very appealing and the series was already appealing enough to me. So I have started that one, but I've been focusing more on Harry Potter and the well. So I just kind of fill in with that. I can just read it as my leisure um, as I have time throughout the week. Murder Plainly Read. Melanie's recommendation for Henry. So this was another fantasy book, uh, young adult, and it's called Will Wilder, number one, The Relic of Perilous Falls. I do have a link in the show notes. So this is more fantasy um, for that age group. And interestingly, it is written by Raymond Arroyo, which some of you um, may recognize that name. He's the host of the news show over on EWTN. What is it called? The World Over Live. And so I've seen him on there many, many times. This is just a $2.99 ebook, so very reasonably priced, obviously also available in print, only $5.60 for paperback. And it sounds really interesting. Take a look at the description over at Amazon, but it definitely sounds like something that Henry would like. He really does enjoy fantasy. And, you know, being written by a Catholic author, it's going to have, I'm assuming, some religious sort of overtones. Um, I'm thinking probably similar to The Lord of the Rings and that, that type of a um, fantasy. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be recommending this to Henry. So wonderful new addition to my bookshelf. So 
lots of reading, lots and lots of reading. Um, over in my prayer corner, the Sacred Heart Novena is wrapping up as of today. The uh, Feast of the Sacred Heart is Friday, June 23rd, and I've really enjoyed the Novena. I've been praying for a friend's intentions, and it's it's been really lovely. And, and during the course of the novena, her intentions that I was praying for, I can definitely see some things that have happened during the novena. For myself, um, the intentions that I have that one of my other friends is then praying for on my behalf, there's been some movement on that as well, interestingly enough. Um, I had asked for the person who would be praying for me to just pray for the anxiety that I am definitely prone to. And I've just been feeling a little overwhelmed for like a couple of years, let's just be honest, if not my whole life. It's it's just part of my, the way God made me, my personality, but it's definitely heightened in the past year or two. Just It's just my state in life. There's a lot going on right now with the ages that my kids are at, with where I'm at in my career. Even just with my um, more hobbies, personal endeavors, there's just a lot of new things going on with dance, with writing, with blogging, with podcasting, and it's all good stuff, but I tend to take on too much, and that does not help a person who is already prone to anxiety, and I know that I just need to not put so much pressure on myself. Things are going to get done. I don't need to worry about it so much. And so that was my prayer intention for this novena. I've been seeing some things that I can do to help myself and I need to implement those things. So we're working on it. (laughs) We're definitely working on it. I'm thinking that in July, my recommendation would be that we pray the St. Kateri Novena. I know that her feast is in mid to late July. So I will uh, mention that as that draws nearer. I know that uh, we've been praying the Sacred Heart Novena uh, using the links provided by PrayMoreNovenas.com. And they had already put out an email that their next novena that's starting in late, late June, and it's the Novena to St. Maria Goretti. So if you're interested in praying that, definitely go sign up over at their website. All right, our Creative Commons. I finished. I have a picture in the show notes. If I had been thinking, I would have brought it in to show for the video, but I did not remember. Um, I finished. I started this probably a year and a half ago. It's ridiculous. But a summer dress for Anne in a bright green neon yarn that she picked out is called Green Apple. And the pattern is called Meredy. I have a link in the show notes. And it's got, it's lace. So it's got a lace um, yoke here and then a kind of an arrow looking lace pattern that goes down the body with a cute little lace trim at the bottom. So it's supposed to be a dress. Because it took me so long to make it, it is now a tunic. (laughs) But I finally finished it and it's very cute. I was running low on yarn anyway, besides just being sick to death of it. So I was fingering weight yarn, never again, please remind me of this. Fingering weight garments, I just don't think are for me. They take so long because the yarn is so thin. I just prefer, if it's not socks, I prefer, which really work well with fingering weight yarn. You can make socks out of thicker yarn, but they work well, if you, especially if you want to wear shoes with the socks and you're not just going to be wearing them around the house. Fingering weight is the way to go. Um, but for garments, I so prefer at least sport weight, if not DK or worsted weight yarn, and then your garment works up a lot faster. So I'll be doing that from now on. But it turned out really cute. You can see the picture in the show notes. I've got a bunch of new things going, so I'll talk about... 
uh, one of those next week. Um, started my Christmas list, like I mentioned the other day, and I'm still working on a sweater for myself for the fall for when I go to the New York Sheep and Wool Festival that I want to wear. I need to have it done by October 16th, somewhere in that family of dates. And it's uh, a pretty involved cabled sweater, so it's taken me a little time. So working along on that, so I'll pick one of those to feature next week in our Creative Commons. So that's what I got for this week. How's it going with you? Write in and let me know. Um, next week we've got chapters five to eight in the book club. I'm sure we'll have a dance post. We'll see how we're doing with Harry Potter. We're going to start watching the movies this weekend, me, Mike, and Henry. So they've seen the movies before. I've seen parts of the movies, but not all of them. We're going to be watching Sorcerer's Stone on Saturday night and probably Chamber of Secrets on Sunday. And I really wanted to read all of the books before we got to the movies, but I don't know that that's going to happen because I know that we're going to want to keep going with the movies. So that's just the way it is. I do plan to continue to read the series all the way to the end. So lots of Harry Potter stuff as well. Write in and let me know how you're doing, what you're working on. I know a couple people have written in to tell me that they're starting to think about craft projects too. And they, it's such a relief, ladies, thank you, that they have all of these works in progress that have been going on for a year plus too. So solidarity. I look forward to talking to you all next week. See you then. Bye.